Welcome to the Go Hard Chick Podcast, your podcast for all things health and wellness for women. This is your host, Crystal Holmes, and this is episode 60. This is a solo episode. We're doing a little something different this week, Go Hard Chicks, because I recently shared on social media that I completed a 72-hour fast. So I, you know, I just popped on there just to share that I was doing it and how I was feeling. And I got a lot of questions. (laughs) So I decided to do a quick mini-sode to literally share my notes on my fasting journey. So if you're interested in doing an extended fast, this is the episode for you. Now, none of this is medical advice. I'm not a doctor. So I encourage everyone before you start any sort of fasting journey, please speak to your physician. Now, Let's jump in. And I'm literally looking at my notes because I've been taking notes during this process. But just a little background about me and, and fasting. I, and I think I've shared this before, I have been practicing intermittent fasting for, it's gotta be close to 10 years now. I started doing it. I didn't even know that it was, what I was doing was intermittent fasting back, way back when, I was doing it because I thought it was fasted training. So basically I would go to the gym in the morning and work out before I ate. And I did this because I believed, and there's a school of thought and science out there that believes that if you work out or exercise on an empty stomach, it forces your body to tap into its fat and burn fat, right? So I wanted to burn fat, and that's why I did that. Now, years later, I realized, gosh, I was basically doing intermittent fasting. So I would say the last two, three years, I have purposely practiced intermittent fasting. I usually follow the 16-8 schedule. So I eat at noon and... My eating window ends at 8 p.m. And then the next day, obviously, I don't eat again until noon. Now, sometimes, you know, I eat a little later. Sometimes I cut off, you know, I, I finish dinner and I'm finished eating by six instead of eight. But generally speaking, I follow 16 8. I recently, I would say three years ago when the pandemic hit, and I found out I was diagnosed with the autoimmune disease, I purposely started practicing intermittent fasting. And I honestly believe that that coupled with, you know, just getting my diet right, exercising, supplementation. I mean, it wasn't just one thing, but I do believe intermittent fasting helped me to regain my health and helped me to put the autoimmune disease in remission. So that's just a little history. I just wanted you to know that I didn't just jump into this extended 72-hour fast. Like I didn't wake up one day and say, hey, I'm going to do this. I've been doing some sort of fasting now for years. I have also done 24-hour fasts. 
periodically, but I've never been able to get past 24. It seems like in the past when I've tried 24 hour fast, when I got to hour 21, I literally thought I was going to lose my mind. So I've always wanted to try a 72 hour fast, but I, I just simply didn't think I could get there. Towards the end of 2022, I started to feel a bit stagnant, just in general with my physical fitness. And I, I, I felt like I needed to switch things up. And trying the 72-hour fast was part of that. I felt like if really the hardest part of this is a challenge of the mind. It was a challenge of the mind for me. And I felt like if I could take on this challenge and, and, and beat this limited mindset that I had, you know, with going past 24 hours, if I could do that, then that would help me shift and, and change things and get out of this feeling of, of feeling stuck because I was feeling stagnant. So part of my wanting to do this was to challenge my mind, was to force myself into the next level if you will. So that's part of why I tried this. I did this during the first week of January. I did it kind of sort of with a group. I am a huge fan of Dr. Mindy Peltz. She's like a fasting guru for women. And I read her books. I listen to her podcast. She's got a YouTube channel. She has a ton of information. And so she was hosting a 72-hour fasting challenge, and I thought, why not? So um, I got a lot of support every evening during her challenge. She would have a, a live Zoom call where she would go over information and answer questions, and I found that extremely helpful. So let's just talk about generally why fasting. What are some benefits of fasting? Well, generally speaking, it is believed that fasting can improve your memory. Of course, as we age, our, our memory is no longer what it used to be, but prolonged fast can help by stimulating brain cell regrowth. Fasting can also help with your energy levels. It can decrease inflammation, which is really why I love fasting. I believe that you know, it does help with chronic inflammation. Um, it, it, that's just a powerful, powerful aspect of fasting. Fasting is anti-aging. It helps to reduce oxidative stress. And what I love about fasting is the process of autophagy, or some people pronounce it autophagy. <laughs> autophagy or autophagy, however you want to pronounce it, literally means the body feeds upon itself, okay? So during a prolonged fast, one really gets to take advantage of the body's natural cell recycling system, and that's autophagy. So fasting triggers autophagy to rid, it, it triggers the body to rid itself of the damaged cells that cause issues like cancer, and it, it causes the body to replace these damaged cells with cleaned cells. So the whole process of autophagy has anti-aging effects. It supports the immune system and it decreases inflammation. So that's why I love fasting. And of course, 
Fasting is all the rage now because of weight loss. Yes, you definitely can lose weight with fasting. But why I fast, why I practice intermittent fasting and why I did this 72-hour fast, it wasn't really to lose any weight. In fact, I didn't even, I know I lost weight because I can look at myself and see, but I didn't weigh myself before the fast and after because it really wasn't my goal with this 72-hour fast to lose weight, but a lot of people will do the 72-hour fast to help jumpstart their weight loss. So let's just talk about the different types of fasts. We touched on intermittent fasting, and like I said, I do 16-8 every day or most days of the week. But, you know, they're also, for example, the 24-hour fast. And with a 24-hour fast, I mean, there are benefits of, that we talked about, weight loss, uh, improved insulin sensitivity, it helps with your cardiovascular health, it reduces inflammation, and it helps, what I love about the 24-hour fast is it helps to repair your gut. So if you've got some gut issues, a 24-hour fast here and there may, may help you start to clean that up. Then the next level would be the 36-hour fast. Now, the benefits with the 36-hour fast, of course, are going to be the same as 24, but it further promotes weight loss. Um, You know, it it improves your body composition because, you know, the 36-hour fast can generate a significant caloric deficit. So if you're trying to lose weight, you know, a 36-hour fast is great. It can also help reduce cholesterol levels and sugar in the body. Then we've got the 48-hour fast, your two-day fast. Of course, it builds upon the benefits of the 24- and 36-hour fast. But with the 48-hour fast, you're going to have enhanced brain function. And it is believed to reboot dopamine levels in the brain and lower, it helps to lower anxiety. So that's pretty cool. And now to the Mac Daddy, at least the Mac Daddy for me, benefits of the 72 hour fast. So you get all those other benefits of the 24, the 36, the 48, but with a 72 hour fast, you know, it's going to further promote cellular autophagy. It helps delay aging It reboots your immune system. It fights inflammation. And this is why I wanted to get to the 72. It is believed that a 72-hour fast can help fight and prevent chronic diseases like diabetes and cancer. So that's why I wanted to make it to the 72. Now, with this whole process of fasting, I got a lot of questions. I got people saying, I've never fasted before. I'm going to start a 72-hour fast tomorrow. Uh, I wouldn't do that. (laughs) I think my suggestion to everybody would be, if you're going to try an extended fast, you got to ease into this. So if you've never done intermittent fasting ever, you've never done a 24-hour fast, I I would suggest you you got to ease yourself into this. Now, let me just be clear because I don't think I've said it. This is a water fast. This is not a juice fast. This is not a lemonade cleanse. You can't have anything for three days but water. Now, there's some exceptions. You can have tea, herbal tea, and you can have um, black coffee. 
you've got to ease into this because if your body isn't used to going long periods without food, it's going to be extremely difficult. And Americans in particular, we, we eat probably way more than we should. You know, we are eating, you know, I eat, I have an eight hour eating window. Most Americans have (laughs) a 16 hour eating window and they just, only time they're not eating is when they are asleep. And that's really too much eating all the time. So if you're going from eating all the time and just think you're going to snap into an extended fast, you're going to, you may fail. Okay. So my first piece of advice would ease into this. Understand that I've been doing intermittent fasting for years. Understand that I've had several attempts and I've tried and done several 24-hour fasts. You got to prepare your body before you start any extended fast the day or two before you need to eat clean as possible. You know, many of us, when we start diets or fasts, we say, I'm going to start this fast on Monday. So Sunday, I'm going to eat everything. I'm going to eat ice cream, cookies. I'm going to get everything out of the way. My chicken wings, lemon pepper wings, French fries, because tomorrow I'm not going to be able to have it. No, ma'am. That is not what you need to do. You need to be eating clean leading up to the fast, because if you eat a bunch of junk before the fast, that's going to affect your insulin and you're not going to make it. Okay. Now we touched on it. I got a lot of questions about this and I touched on this briefly. What can you drink with an extended fast or water fast? You have to abstain from all food and all calorie containing beverages. So you can have black coffee, but there's no sugar in that coffee. There's no cream. You can have tea, but it's plain herbal tea. No sweeteners, nothing. Some do add electrolytes to their water, and that's advisable to, you know, prevent dehydration. Now, I didn't I didn't do that. I felt okay, and I did not do that. Another question I got was can you exercise during your fast? Um, I did. (laughs) The very first day I exercised like I normally do, but that, you know, by the time I went to the gym on the first day, I wasn't far into my fast at all, so I felt okay. My second day, I did not exercise because I felt like... It's like, I don't know. I don't want to wear myself out. I don't want to make myself extra hungry. So I did not. However, leading, I think around close to 60 hours into the fast, I did go to the gym. And it was funny because (laughs) my gym booze, my gym friends knew that I was doing this. And they were like, what are you doing here? Are you okay? Why are you? Don't fall out. And I literally, I'm telling you, I felt good. Now, some people say don't exercise during a fast. Some people say if you're going to exercise, take it easy, like go for a walk. I went and I lift weights. I I did, but I felt okay. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) my advice about exercise is go with how you feel. Okay. Hunger. I got a lot of questions about hunger. The first 
I think 24 hours, as I approached close to 24 hours, like around that 21, 22, I was like, oh, am I going to make it? But once I got past that, it was smooth sailing. I, and I think what really helped me was I broke it down in the stages. I was, you know, the first stage was, okay, Crystal, we're going to make it to 24 hours. Once I make it, once I made it to 24 hours, okay, let's get to 36 hours. Once I made it to 36 hours, it was like, okay, let's go to 48 hours. So I really didn't start to lose my mind during this fast until really about 71, no, maybe 68, <laughs> hour 68. I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, oh my God, can I make it? You know, but it, that's why I say it was a challenge of the mind because had this been, a, I don't know, an 84 hour fast, I mean, I probably would have been fine at hour 68, you know, because I knew I, I would have known in my mind that I would have, you know, I've, I've got to get to 84. I can't stop now. So yeah, I would say at 72 hours, I was, I was done, um, ready to eat, but I, I didn't even eat that much. But anyway, so it was manageable. I really didn't feel hungry. I did not get sick. I know some people feel nauseous and have different issues during fast. And that could be, it could be because of many things, toxins, you know, insulin, so you have to be really careful with this. Um, this is not, if, if you're on medication, if you have a chronic disease, you really need to talk to your doctor before you do this. It is very important that you do that. Don't just do it. Talk to your physician. Now, another important thing, because I talked about insulin, I used a gadget called the Keto Mojo during this fast. And it literally um, measures your blood glucose levels and your ketones. And I mean, everybody's should have or probably has heard of ketones. Mainly when you hear of ketones, it's with keto or eating or being in ketosis when you're on keto. When you fast, especially during an extended fast, your body's going to go into ketosis as well. And that literally means your body is using fat as fuel to burn. And that's what we want if you want to lose weight. So the Keto Mojo, um, it's it, you basically take it and it finger pricks you and takes a small blood sample and it will tell you your blood glucose level and your ketones. Now, obviously, you don't want your glucose to drop too low if it does drop too low, you probably need to break your fast. So that's why it's really important when you do these extended fasts that you have something like the Keto Mojo to measure those numbers. And I would do it first thing in the morning. I'd do it around noon and then right before I'd go to bed in the evening. Another question I got was, can you take supplements? As far as I understand from most of the experts that I follow, yes, you can take supplements. Supplements will not break your fast. However, if you are on medication, you need to talk to your doctor. <laughs> you need to talk to your doctor before you do try to do this, okay? 
Now, a lot of questions about breaking the fast. You can't just sit down and eat pizza when that 72-hour time comes because you literally have not had any food for three days. So you've got to gradually get into eating food again. So what I did was the first thing I had was bone broth, a cup of bone broth. And then about 30 minutes later, I had like some healthy fats. I think I had I had an avocado. Uh, I made myself some bok choy because I, I, I don't know, I was craving bok choy for some reason. And then maybe about 45 minutes later, I did have a piece of fish. So you, you want to move into it slowly. Some people eat fruit. Some people eat yogurt. I did bone broth. Now, one important thing I wanted to mention, toxins. So toxins, unfortunately, we live in a world where we can't avoid toxins. They're everywhere. We can try to minimize them as much as we can in our environment, but they are here. And unfortunately, they're here to stay. So our bodies store toxins in the fat in our bodies. That's our body's way of saving our lives, protecting us from these toxins. So it's stored in fat. So when we fast, these toxins can be released from the fat into our blood, which is not really good. So during a fast, it's important to aid your body in releasing those toxins. You want to aid your body's detoxification system. Now, you can do this many ways. Um, some of the ways that I like are castor oil packs, uh, placing a castor oil pack over the liver. Uh, you can use activated charcoal during your fast. I mean, there's many things you can do to aid your body in releasing these toxins. I'm not going to get all detailed into that, but I just wanted to share that because doing a 72-hour fast, you need to plan it, okay? You need to make sure you have something to measure your blood glucose levels and your ketones. So you want to have a keto mojo ready before you jump in. You want to have some sort of method that you're going to use to uh, detoxify ready. So, you know, I'm mentioning these, these tools. You don't need a whole lot, obviously. Water, some black coffee, you know, keto mojo and some kind of method to help age your body release toxins. Okay. Now, when I mentioned, I just thought of something, the coffee or tea, you're not pulling up to McDonald's drive through or Starbucks and getting a cup of black coffee. No, you want to get some sort of organic coffee, something that you're going to make at home because Starbucks, unfortunately, folks, that coffee is not organic and it's probably full of toxins. So you don't want to be introducing that kind of stuff to your body. So if, you, if you're going to do this water fast and you, you know you're going to need some coffee, get some organic coffee or tea. Finally, how I feel now. I honestly, I feel great. I feel like I got past that hump that that 
thing, that stagnation that I was feeling. Uh, it's been about a week since my fast at the time of recording this. I'm, I feel stronger. Like I'm in the gym, like lifting heavier than I've been able to lift in a long time. I don't, is that because of the fast? I don't know, but I do feel, I feel great. And, um, I'm going to do this again. I think I'm going to do a 72 hour fast twice a year. I may do it again in August or September. Some people suggest doing it four times a year. It is believed by some experts that if you do a 72 hour fast four times a year, you can significantly eliminate or prevent, maybe is the better word, cancerous cells from forming. So that's attractive to me, you know? But I, I think I'm going to try to at least do it twice a year. And um, I feel really empowered now. It was a great experience. I survived. Um, and I, I love it. I loved it. I did. In closing, looking at my notes here, I don't want any of y'all doing this. If you have a chronic disease, if you're on medication, you got to talk to your doctors, okay? Please, please don't just say, hey, Crystal did. Because I saw a lot of people on social media asking questions and they asking me questions and they're like, I'm going to I'm gonna start tomorrow. And I'm like, hold up now. Just because you see me doing this doesn't mean you need to be doing it. You know, I've been, like I said, I've eased into this for some years now. You got to ease into it. You need to do your research. Please, 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 please do your research. Don't just jump into this. But intermittent fasting, fasting, I believe it's it's nature's way. It's It's nature's way of healing our bodies. Yes, you can get fat loss. I know a lot of people find it attractive for that, but it is a, a simple, effective, and free way to heal your body. I hope this was helpful. If you have more questions, please send me a message. Hit me up on social media. I'm glad to answer. This was fun. And let's keep moving into 2023, living healthier and happier lives. Thank you for listening, Go Heart Chicks. Take care.